so episode zero yeah episode zero sure so to you we've laid down seven episodes so far yep five is, five guests seven episodes and we're calling this zero what is this podcast about to you this the one we're doing right now no no no. this oh just in general what is Podso yeah, yeah. one about Podso one uh is about interesting stories uh funny people interesting people uh it's it has a couple of objectives in my mind. One is I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy hearing their stories. And so this gives me a way to do that. Uh, and the podcast as the surroundings or the environment, uh, it's, it's a little nerve wracking, I think, at first for, for folks. But it really brings them in uh, and they feel really comfortable and more comfortable maybe than they expected to be. And it's, it's neat to watch that, and it's, it's really enjoyable for me to have those conversations. It's something I would naturally enjoy doing anyway, but the podcast kind of gives you a, an excuse and a framework to do yeah. it. And so I, I've had some buddies on this so far, and I roughly 60% of what I'm hearing in these podcasts, with Dimitri as an exception, it's new to me. And so this format is allowing me to have a broader and deeper understanding of people that I've known for a, a couple of decades. So that's thing one. Thing two is, uh, I'll, I'll use my dad as an example. I, I, I think we have him on uh, coming up in the next few days. I know most of his story, uh, but he'll probably tell me some things that he's never told me before in, in this format. It's, it's weird what it does to people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I can't wait to learn a couple of things about my dad. Uh, but my son's going to participate. He will have his mind... Uh, twisted a bit just hearing things about his grandfather that he never anticipated uh, and it'll be out there for all of eternity and so my grandkids will get to know about my dad someday and it's frankly something I wish existed back when I was a little kid and we could have recorded my grandparents at some point so I don't want to miss the opportunity mm-hmm. uh, my, my parents are in their mid-70s I want to do uh, a similar episode with my with my mom and maybe we never put it out for the uh, world wide web but it, it's something that uh, can stay in the family until I don't know, several generations down so the road. So that posterity side of it. Yeah, posterity yeah. is, uh, yeah, it's pretty compelling. The more I think about it, the more I, I like the notion. Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, back in the day, whenever the day is, uh, the form of entertainment that was dominant, let's say before TV, the form of entertainment that was dominant may have been reading, but I think a lot of it had to do with telling stories. Mm. And there's not exactly a place and time to do that um in this day and age because you always have your Netflixes and your TVs and your smartphones and you can, there are infinite, uh, like there are infinite options for a person to, to recede into their own world and surround themselves with, with a cocoon of entertainment. 10 seconds on TikTok or two hour movie on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. And, and to like, even in, even if they're in the middle of a social situation, they, they, there's so many ways for them to recede like whip the phone out and be like, oh, I, I need to answer email or text, and to basically walk away from that social interaction, which is you know social interactions are anxiety inducing, telling stories is anxiety inducing, and it's part of the sort of human experience. But but it's so easy to just avoid it entirely, and uh, I think that this podcast, like you said, gives this excuse, gives this framework that gets people to have this like practice of of storytelling and of you know just being present with each other yeah for ten thousand years that's how uh people communicate that's how people learn from each other is through stories or mostly through stories or by 
a lot, and, and we're getting away from that in a horrible way. And so a third objective could be to, in our own small way, bring a handful of people to a bunch of people back to this notion of in-person conversation, focused on each other, not distracted by anything around you. And, I, and I'll tell you, all we've had four of my buddies on here out of the five, and Dimitri, I consider a friend now because he's he's wildly entertaining and he's, he's a great guy. But my four buddies that I've known for... A really long time. I I enjoyed talking to them. I, I enjoy talking to them in any format or any framework, but it pulled out things that they wouldn't normally talk about. And it's not because uh, I, I think they wouldn't talk about it normally because they're they tend to be selfless and thinking about other people and more inquisitive about the other people and less expressive about who they are and what mm. their experiences are and what their beliefs are. Uh, but this gave everybody. Uh, a reason to just say, hey, I'm going to tell my story and answer your questions sincerely. Without being like, you know, like an air, like arrogant or prideful or it's all about, you know, I'm the show type of mentality. It's it's like, hey, this is a the most socially appropriate thing for you to do while you're on this podcast is to talk about yourself. Yep. In excess, because that's why that's why you're here. And yeah, there's no other social situation for that to happen organically. It's really cool that that you're hearing you know, these guys that you know, and I'm sure you know them just as well as you did before you knew the podcast, but, you know, the, these stories that you didn't, you hadn't heard before. It's, it's actually rounding out my understanding of them. Uh, oh, yeah? Not in great ways in most cases, but uh, like episode three, my buddy Brian, uh, 70% of that podcast, I'm like, holy cow, I didn't know any of that. Uh, there's certain things I certainly knew, but yeah, I, it was enjoyable for for me to hear those things for the first time. Yeah. He's, he's been a buddy of mine for a really long time. I, I, I care about him. I'm pretty sure he cares about me. And I, it's funny how we can't naturally come to that without a podcast like this. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like it's, it's uh shockingly, uh, it has this shocking gravitational pull into, okay, I, I'm going to talk about myself and, and that's okay. Yeah. It's weird. Super weird. I'm trying to think of other um, occasions in life that that same thing is it's conducive to that like i'm thinking like having a beer with somebody you know or yeah but it's easy to have beers and just talk about sports or the weather like or you you can still topical news stories yeah i guess you know some people i know you know you get a beer or, or you drink a, a little bit more than a beer and then this would all come flooding out not necessarily like stories but like these i don't know internal conversations that they're desperate to to be having with somebody in the flesh and like there's not i'm not saying that we're like a therapy podcast but like yeah it's it's certainly not one of our objectives yeah yeah yeah. it could be you know it could be a a wonderful side effect i'd love to talk about mental health with with people yeah um but because this podcast is about anything anything and nothing yeah that's right yeah certainly get into that um yeah it, it one thing I've noticed is when we finish the podcast, and one of my buddies was an exception because his wife happened to be with him, and he's like, hey, we, we need to go home. Actually, his entire family, I think, was here. Uh, but everybody else, when we were finished recording, on average hung out for another 30 to 45 minutes just, yeah. just talking. And they were warmed up. That's when the good stuff came out. Right. Well, yeah, well, we got good stuff recorded, too. That's but, true. But, yeah, we, we've had as much good off mic as we had on mic. Oh yeah, 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 crazy. We should have people just walk around with microphones. 
Yeah. Uh, oh man. <laughs> I Is like the all man the expense of that or the technical? No, it's aspect. more about the uh, just weirdness. Yeah, um, and I don't want to be creepy having people walking around with mics and forgetting that they have mics on them. Yeah, that's that seems a little odd to me. No, I like the idea of it being kind of, you know, we're here, we sit down, we do it, and then we're done. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. So, so to date, we've uh, out of the five guests, seven episodes. Four of them have a military background. Uh, one does not. Uh, Tom Greco uh, has wonderful stories from his family's uh, heritage, and, and Tom's just a naturally good storyteller. And he's he's I think he's one of the funnier people I've ever met. And so our, our guests are going to range from combat veterans to people that uh, have struggled with mental health and have are on a, a better in a much better place because of of their vulnerability addressing their vulnerabilities and getting to a better place. Yep. Uh, we'll have people with uh, stories where they started from very humble places and ended up in amazing places. Uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of sports, so I'd love to have some people that uh, achieved the highest level of athleticism in various sports uh, to millennials who have no experiences like mine to uh, baby boomers who uh, we can't understand maybe what they went through when they were kids in the uh 30s 40s and 50s yeah like how you grew up on a dirt floor and had to share the, the bathtub <laughs> let's let's be clear no dirt floor but we did share a bathtub yes. okay <laughs> didn't have you didn't take a shower until middle school yeah first shower was uh eighth grade yeah that's weird right it is weird yeah but it's cool shout, shout out to my mom because my mom didn't like showers shout out to mama gilman mm. so what would you say is the goal of the podcast I think the goal goal is to uh, leave a legacy in the form of storytelling, mostly storytelling some conversation for future generations. And that can feel very vertical, uh, very follow family lines uh, across the generations. But if it, if it goes broadly, great. Mm -hmm. I I hope this has broad appeal. If it doesn't, um, I don't feel any differently about doing this for sure. Right. Because of those first two reasons that you laid out. Yeah. And so when you th- when you say the word goal, I think stats and what stats should we be aiming for? And I right, we'll we'll look at stats, but I, I don't think maybe a better word would be purpose. Yeah, which that I mean you answered that too, which is so. mostly about legacy for me. Yeah. So I'll give you a deeper answer here. When I was uh, younger, I filled my non-work, non-school time with sports. That's and when I was. Physically able to play the sports, I was my my dad. And he, he may say this when he's on the podcast. He said his recollection of me was either playing sports or I was horizontal, meaning I was just laying down somewhere. <laughs> and he said there was there was no third state typically, other than the obvious things like I I ate nice I slept, but that was also horizontal. Yeah. Uh, and once I my sports days were over, I I had this military thing that took up a lot of my time along with my civilian job, and so. My, our family was forming. My wife and I started having kids. And uh, so it was family, work, military. Retired from the military and happened to take a job that required a ton of travel. And so uh, my time was taken by family and this job that felt like two jobs because there was so much travel. And I uh, got out of that. And I, I, for the first time in my adult life, I didn't have uh, 
the playing of sports to take up a lot of my time, which I, I regret because I, I wish I was still 25 and could do a, a, a really cool things playing sports. But I'm of an age where that's not uh, not as appealing because I guarantee you if I played a sport like I did back in the day, I would injure at least three parts of my body. So mm-hmm. that, that's to the side mostly. But I can get back into some maybe some slower things like tennis or golf. Yeah. Uh, but sports aside... And, and family is certainly ever present for me. I need to to work, so I, I've got a full time job. But I I had started to have more free time, and I will say, as a father of teenagers, it's not cool hanging out with dad. It's it, dad's all right, but dad's not uh, in my top ten kind of thing. And so I found uh, a real hobby, something I would classify as a hobby for the first time in my life. And you got real excited about this thing, man, right? But I've been that excitement has led to you being a little more excitement, and just to clue the, I don't know, what do we have? Twelve listeners at this point. Yeah. Uh, so for the twelve of you that are listening right Big now, money. yeah, oh man, yeah, we're on to something. Uh, Daniel does. I use scale of one to ten to for a lot of things. Ten is yeah. like amazing, and one is not amazing. And Daniel's got this thing that he does where he says, I, yeah, I'm a six because if I say seven, I'll get too excited about the thing and then I'll be disappointed down the road, right? Mm-hmm. And so you've, you've basically, you've stayed in this, I say one to 10 and you hear four to six, maybe three to six. Yes. Is that fair? Am I yeah. describing that? No, I think so. I think well, I'm trying to keep it, I'm trying to keep a level head because I have a history of, uh, the way I like to say it is I get out over my skis about something. And uh, go too hard, too fast, too soon, and then crash and burn, burning out, I guess. And, and I get tired of it. And then I'm like, I never want to do that again. So, <laughs> and that's something that I want to avoid. So nice, deliberate pace. Yeah, exactly. Like I would do this successively with uh, um, musical instruments. Because um, you, played, you played a lot of instruments in your life. Right? Yeah, well, a few. And... That what I would do is like clockwork. I would play one for maybe a year, maybe a little bit more, and then I'd be like, uh, I'd kind of reach this plateau that a lot of people get to, and and to to get to that next level, you have to grind through that plateau. But I didn't have the staying power, and I'd pick up a new instrument, so I'd become this like generalist, jack of all trades, master right. of none type deal. Anyway, so <clears throat> Paul's like, we're gonna get this guy. We're gonna get you know. Let's get uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, let's get uh, I don't know who else. Who I don't think I've ever said Arnold's name, but sure. Let's get yeah, exactly. Him on the so he's just like, let's do it. Yeah. Um, who's the other one that that you're like? We're gonna get uh, we're gonna get this guy, um, Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's the guy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Paul's running around being like, we're gonna get Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. And uh, he says it, and he believes it. I I do. So he's only an hour and 15 minute drive away, like a third of the year. Right. So, yeah. you know, and, maybe, and by the way, I'm not implying that we're going to kidnap Dwayne the rock Johnson. We're going to get him to agree to sit down with us. Yeah. We may need more than 12 listeners to entice Mr. Johnson to join us, but yeah, yeah I agree. But, uh, maybe this will age well. Maybe we'll be sitting down with Mr. Johnson. So yeah, I, I try to, I try to keep, uh, I want to stay excited about things, but I want to have the staying power required to, See things through. Finish what I start. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so f- what does finishing look like? Ha ha. Now we're back to the goal question. Yeah. And, and I haven't answered this for myself. You, so. you haven't answered I this? I have not. No, I, I think I'm... Uh, 
it's less of, this is going to sound corny and cliche, but it's less about the destination. It's more about the journey. Oh my gosh. It's, it's cliche as hell, but it, <laughs> cliches come from uh, real meaning. That's true. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a grain of truth in every, uh, stereotype. Or, or maybe, maybe in this case, more than a grain of truth. Maybe. Yeah. I think that podcasts are often by nature perpetual, given that the subject matter is, you know, endless and exhaustive. Then, then yeah, then you went in exhaustive on me. Just so our listeners understand, uh, Daniel has a greater grasp of uh, the full English language than I do. I haven't given you grief about this in a while. No, Paul likes yeah. to talk with simpler words. Yeah, like, and, ca- uh, like caveman kind of words. Yeah, yeah uh, but I think you belie your mm, belie. <laughs> wow, you're, you're you're hitting the more than one tonight. All right, I uh, I think you like to do this thing where you're like you know pretend to be slightly dumb or just. Dumb it down in general, because hear me out. It makes it, it really makes you relatable to everybody around you, I think and that's right. and it also puts everyone's guards down. They're like, oh, this big guy is like probably pretty, he's kind of dumb. Like there's there's a lot of blood in, in the rest of his body. He can't get enough to his brain. So I think people, you actually almost feel sorry for me. You walk into a room. Paul walks into a room, and for those who can't see Paul, he's like I'm not yeah, seven I'm not, feet tall, yeah, three hundred pounds. Uh, let's not go three hundred. All right, <laughs> but I, but I like you what you're say? saying. I mean, my my actual stats are six four two eighty. Six four two eighty. Not a small person. Yeah. So he's somebody that you can imagine when he walks into a room that uh, people who don't know who he is would get an immediate like, okay, uh, this is a threat. Um, he, he is he is a threatening presence without any other input, just size and in, shape. In caveman times, I would certainly intimidate people. Yeah. Right. So I think that this is a great. It's a super elegant way that you. Bring that threat level down. Elegant. In the room. I don't know it's, if it's elegant, but I'll take it. Yeah. It's well, it's elegant in how simple it is because you're just like mm. you're like, all right, me named Paul. You know, like <laughs> not in that you know not that simply, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it to a point where people are like, wait a second, this guy's not very smart. I'm gonna <laughs> drop my guard, and then boom, you become everybody's friend, and then they realize you are smart, but after not until after they've already. Yeah, they, they trust you. Right. They yeah. like you, and I, I don't want people to let their guard down for some uh, evil end that I have in mind. Like, because I, I don't think that way. I'm not that person. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's uh, I come by it naturally, but it's it's there's some, yeah. there's some intent there. I think for you sure. let your you, you try to get people to let their guard down because you just want everybody you want everybody to like each other and they, and everybody to like you. Yeah, you know? man. Who doesn't want that? That's what's up. Good times. All right. So let's talk. About, you want to talk about future guest? Future guests. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about future guests. And I don't mean by name. We can we can mention names. All right. But let's, the, the, let's kind of, talk. the kind of folks. All right. Um, <clears throat> I'll say entrepreneurs. Yeah, absolutely. I I have a theme of uh, folks that are willing to try uh, things that are really difficult. So entrepreneur certainly fits that. Trying something on your own without a uh, net uh, for you landing if things don't go well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like people that are doing things selflessly, whether it's a nonprofit or it's serving something bigger than themselves, which a lot of nonprofits do. Uh, I really gravitate to that sort of thing. Yep. For sure. Um, yeah, I think, I think that encapsulates it pretty well. I mean, maybe young people that are making their way through the world and they're trying to sort it out and, they might not have all the answers about what they want to be and what they want to do, but um, but they're striving. But they're there. We go. They're striving. So whether it's an eighty-year-old like Dimitri that has done amazing things very quietly for his basically his life, 
Uh, and he's just starting to tell that story uh, as, as he is much older. Uh, or it's a person who wants to talk about the things that they plan to do in life and they've, they've begun that journey and it's about aspiration. It's about their potential. Um, I, I would love, and look, I, who knows, but I would love to have somebody tell their story of potential and desire and, and goal orientation. It's sort of this aspirational uh, notion set and then follow up with them I mean, how cool would it be? And mm-hmm. I, I probably won't be around, but to talk to that person when they're retired, 60s or 70s, wow. Yeah. And you're you're laying that down for posterity? Come on, man. And so it's not just a Daniel and Paul thing. It's like I, I would love, like, like when I, I move on, it doesn't have to be one of my kids. It can be somebody I know or somebody I don't know that wants to continue doing that. And it can be, it doesn't have to be oriented on... Virginia, the United States, it could, it, it's just a human thing and it can, the stories can come from all over the place. And I would love for humans to lay down things for posterity. Imagine if you could listen to 25 year old Paul talk about, it would be awesome and scary all at the same time. Yeah. And, and if you listen to it right now where you are now, it, it'd be, uh, yeah, I think, I think given technology today, given your age, uh, we're recording a bunch of you right now. Yep, your, that's true. Your, your kids are going to have a ton to listen to, and they're going to be a little weirded out by it. They're going to be amazed by it. They're going to think dad's really cool or dad's kind of a dork or whatever, but yeah. they get to then t- compare that version of dad before they were born to the version they know as, as adults. That's crazy, man. I would hope that – I hope that with my kids, I'm mostly – they're mostly getting the live version. I don't want, I don't want them to have to. Oh, absolutely. So to be clear, yeah, absolutely, they should be getting the live in-person version. <laughs> but I, I'm talking about after you've moved on, right? And yeah, this yeah. is your kids and grandkids kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's what what we're describing is a little freaky. It is no uh, generational set, and by set I mean people that have multiple generations that have lived at the same time have ever been able to even think about something like this. Except in the last, you know, 50 years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the mistake I think I've, I've made is I didn't start thinking about it until I was much older. Right. So I, I had an opportunity that technically recording devices existed and I get older again. I got excited. Mm-hmm. I said older. I mean, no, older. You're, you're great. <laughs> um, I wish I had thought about this when I was a 10 year old kid and got to put my grandfather's on a recording. I, mm. My grandmothers passed away less than 10 years ago. I never recorded them talking about anything. Didn't even think about it. Didn't, didn't even consider it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I've had a couple of folks say, Paul, it's really cool what you're doing. Even if no more than 15 people listen to what you guys are doing, this is out there for your kids, grandkids, whoever to yeah. listen to. And look, I hope my grandkids aren't sitting around listening to this podcast a lot. I want them to go out and experience a bunch of life that has nothing to do with listening to podcasts. Yep. But it's cool to every once in a while bump into, oh yeah, let's let's listen to Granddad and Daniel talk about whatever. And I know that I've had, um, I've, I've wanted to know more about where I came from and who I came from than I currently know. Like I, I can go back two generations, maybe three, uh, like my parents, grandparents, and then great-grandparents. Uh, beyond that, dude, like, 
I don't really know. I don't know what they were like. I don't know who they were. And uh, I don't know. I don't even know what they looked like. Um, so, which means we need video, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I thought about doing like the twenty three and Me DNA test to be like, yeah, you come from all these different regions, but, but to know who the person is that I came from, who the people are that I came from. Like, I think it'd be cool for someone, a descendant of mine, to be like. You know, either my own descendant or like my brothers to be like, oh, this is somebody that was my family and and uh, from from way back in the day, and I can see parts of, I can see character traits even, not just like physical attributes, but like, wow, you know, this this person had the same way of doing X Y Z. You, you know, you see yeah. like those echoes through generations. So yeah, and I don't think you and I are coming from a place of ego. Uh, and I don't think most people that are talking about what we're talking about come from a place of ego. It's more of, I know as, as I get older, I long for a, a better and deeper understanding of those that came before me. Yep. And I don't have that. Uh, and so when my, my grandfather, my second grandfather passed away by the time I was a 13 year old, I'm like, it, it stunk because granddad was not there anymore. And my family was sad. I was sad. But it didn't hit me as, like, I just lost a, a ton of my family's history there. And it hits me the older I get. Yeah. Yeah. Some deep stuff we're talking about right now. Yeah, dude. Cool. And this is where we hear the cool music. By the way, I love that music. <laughs> Do you like it? Oh, my. I, yeah. It's great. Good, man. Um, you've, got, you've got a really good